All right. After a brief few month hiatus, we are back. Uh, thank you so much for hanging in there. And thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. As always, I'm Mike. I'm a former, former associate CMO and marketing leader turned product lead here at Kalingi. And as always, I'm here with Stein Hendricks, one of Kalingi's founders and an executive CMO here at Kalingi. Today, we're going to be talking about the biggest marketing mistakes we see SaaS companies and marketing leaders make in the early days. Um, it's going to be five topics split into two episodes. Uh, it's a little bit of a long one. So today we get to the first three, which are number one, shutting down initiatives too quickly if they don't actually get results, uh, not knowing where to focus and trying to do too many things at once. Number two is doing things in the wrong order, which is not having the basics in place before you start to ramp up and diversify your channels. And then the third one is this kind of elusive dream of uh, buying brand awareness as a fix-all. So it's this idea that if you if you build it and make noise, they will come, but you can't always buy your way to popularity. Let's get into it. Cool, cool. So topic today, biggest marketing and sales mistakes in early stage SaaS company can make. I dropped in a few examples of things that I've noticed, but I'm also really curious to get your perspective because you've seen a lot more. And I think you've also seen it from like the sales side of things. And, you know, as a sales leader, a CRO, a CEO, uh, I think you've probably seen the full gamut and also different, you know, stages that companies are in. Yeah. It's a very timely question, Mike. I talked with someone yesterday who just accepted a new role as a VP of marketing for a small B2B SaaS startup here in Seattle. I think they're at like eight or nine million in ARR and the team is um, a couple people and he's taking over from someone who they were not, I think, satisfied with um, or at least who didn't get them to where they want to be right now. And so we had a conversation and what sort of, what are the challenges to be aware of, the things that can go wrong and often go wrong with young marketing teams and leaders who are under a lot of pressure to drive growth. Things in marketing take a little longer than maybe, you know, a CFO, you know, getting their balance sheet printed uh, for a board meeting or um, an engineer building a next uh, version of a screen in the product or a sales team member, you know, prepping for a sales call and doing the sales call. In marketing, a lot of the good results come from repeating certain things, learning from them, uh, making them better over time, being thoughtful about things like positioning and messaging and, 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 and understanding sort of what is the longer term goal, what audiences are you trying to really enroll in your, you know, in your marketing efforts and, and then stick with some of that because you're not gonna be seeing results like right away, you will have to optimize over time. I love to uh, use the example of um, um, of account-based marketing, and we have another podcast episode on this, so we're not going to go into too much detail here. But when you decide to go do outbound or account-based marketing, it is by definition not going to yield results uh, early on. You will be learning a lot. You will test messaging. You will test if your ideal sure. customer profile is correct. So if you give up on that, if it doesn't yield like immediate result, that that's a really big waste, right? So, th so that's one of those things that. Um, 
is an example of yeah shutting down initiatives too quick if they're not immediately giving you results. SEM is another one, search engine marketing. I think it's by definition when you start buying clicks that you will learn from that. You'll do A-B tests, etc. So you have to be a little bit patient and then make sure you have enough um, focus on it so that you're not, if you're doing it almost too lightweight then you're not going to learn much or um, uh, because you just don't have the volume to learn those things and then that might be a reason to shut it down <laughs> and then again it's a, it's a waste of all the all the time and every dollar that you spend on that um a good um yeah oh sorry no i was gonna say a, a, an interesting thing i heard lately was this idea of shifting the way that you know a company thinks about marketing from effort to equity so mm -hmm. focusing on less things and building more so that they grow taller so instead of doing you know building 10 blocks of legos you build two towers that are very high and those two towers over time by design will perform really well um, and so i think in well it's easy to want to build a lot of different things especially when you have nothing when you're building the foundation uh, but i feel like it's so much more effective if you just focus on those two things and build the equity within them and then figure out between those which is performing better can we do some things tangentially to those uh, instead of doing 10 things uh, half-hearted and then realizing it's not working and just shutting it all down <laughs> yeah no i think it's a great point mike yeah but most marketers get and their leadership team colleagues is that it's good to focus on a certain part of the market, right? Your ideal customer profile, nailing a niche, you know, those things are relatively easy to uh, sort of all sort of align on as a, as a leadership team with your shareholders, with your board. I think what's less um, popular is where a marketing leader says, let's also focus on our tactics, right? Let's only do organic or paid search or event marketing or a sponsorship or a channel program. And it doesn't really matter which one of those you pick. I think most of those tactics can be made successful when you have nothing, right? All of those things can become something, um, but you have to do it really well and focus on it. And what often I think happens is that companies focus on, let's say, a certain a vertical or industry or a certain type of solution they're, they're going to market, and then they still are not going to focus on the, the execution, the tactics, right? They do an organic and search engine marketing and account-based marketing, and they going to run a webinar series and do events, and maybe they, they add a, a subscription kind of sponsorship to a paid publication and, and and all those things will just dilute the um, your ability to do any of those really well then most of those will not perform very um, easy to expect that very very predictable and then you're basically going to pull the plug on some of those and then you're basically back at square one yeah no it's a great one i think if you ask the i think that's what you asked like what are things that can go wrong early sort of marketing and sales mistakes with with small b2b sales companies as they get going this sort of start-stop problem is a is a really big one. There's a couple of others, but this one's a big one. Yeah. What else is there? Um, well, in, in addition to this being more about focus, what we just talked about, the other was doing things in the right order, right? It's very easy because marketing is such a big candy store of things you can work on to do things in the wrong order, right? To start, for example, spending money on paid clicks through PPC or SEM without actually having good content to point your landing pages to or have an ability to follow up fast. 
Um, what most people know is that with inbound marketing, the speed of follow-up is going to be like a very high correlation to your close rate, your conversion rate, right? If you get inbound leads, whether they click on a paid ad or, or they come in organic, it doesn't really matter, but they're searching for a solution. And if you're not going to respond quickly after they fill in a form, then they're going to, you know, go with your competitor for that first conversation, that first call, who does react maybe to the form they filled out within minutes or, or hours. So that's a good example of when you start doing something like SEM, you better make sure that your landing pages work well, that you can do A-B tests and you have solid analytics, your, your sales team is able to follow up, et cetera. Another example, forgetting to you know, check your trademarks, right? You, you come up with a great logo, a great company name, you have the domain name, et cetera, and you forget to check the trademarks, which can really haunt you later, although it's a very small effort if you do it on time. Um, starting to do SEO, before you actually know what questions your your audience is asking, right? And I, I always am very um, very careful to get too much SEO expertise um, in my marketing team early on, who is going to do like keyword research and all kinds of advanced content planning and and on-page, off-page optimization before actually you know understanding what are the personas that you're really targeting and what do they care about? What are the problems they're trying to solve? What are the questions they're asking, right? And so, again, the right order, right? Uh, right? Start writing things that are just good topics for the people you care about and then verify, right? See if they actually like what you're writing, that it's relevant for them. Ask them. And then you can pour all the SEO sort of uh, sauce over it to make it even better. Um, yeah, so that would be the, the second thing I think that often goes wrong, Mike, that a marketing leader can pick from so many things they can do, they also can do it in the wrong order. I also add into that analytics. I think that's like mm. the one of the biggest foundations. We had an example uh, to your to your point on SEO and like you know maybe choosing the keywords that you focus on and build content around too early before actually knowing enough about what your ICP audience is actually searching for versus what you think they're searching for. Um, we we got in into their um, their search data. And we found they had a ton of traffic. They were mm. ranking for a ton of keywords on the first page, first position, uh, you know, featured snippets. Um, but they felt off. They were the and wrong words, right? They just had. They were the wrong it. words, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it begged the question: it, How many of the people who are landing on the site from these keywords are actually converting, becoming customers? And the analytics weren't there to actually make you know to answer the question. So it's hard to make decisions unless you have the full funnel and you can actually see the picture of how many people are moving down your pipeline. Uh, and I feel like that's, that's a huge one. That's one of the first things that should get set up in my opinion. And if you're missing it, it's hard to make decisions later on. Yeah, that's a great point. Another one that's one of my favorite sort of what can go wrong um, examples, Mike, is this illusion or illusion may be the wrong word, but the dream that a lot of leaders have, CEOs, founders, their board members, of brand awareness. Let's bring in a CMO or a VP of marketing. Let's invest in marketing and get us some brand awareness. Because if we could only make sure that everybody in the world knows about this really cool product we have, this really beautiful service we deliver, then selling it is going to be easy, right? It's all about brand awareness. And what then often happens, if there's a lot of focus on that, it, that, that, that there's a 
temptation to take shortcuts where brand awareness and building sort of more of that becomes we try to solve that by making noise by trying to sort of you know make a lot of um buy almost attention right buy clicks buy people's eyeballs and sure. the problem there's two problems with it one is that might not get you the right brand awareness not the right people just a little bit in line with the seo topic we just talked about but more importantly if you are if you are building your first marketing function it is really important to understand the the small part of the market that you are successful in or the niche that you may have already nailed and understand why that is relevant for them why they like your product why they stay why they pay and they stay and, and then build it out slowly and 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 really understand why people in your target audience you know will 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 make a decision to change to consider your product to consider your product or alternatives and answering that question, why should someone change? Why should your target persona change? Is fundamental. And, and and unless you can answer that question, what are their pain points? What are their fears and dreams, etc.? It's very hard to to solve the big you know brand awareness um, challenge. So so I think that would be the third on my list, right? The first would be shutting things down too quickly, your start stop problems. The second, doing things in the right order. The third would be getting too excited about driving brand awareness by just making noise and buying sponsorships and, and getting on the right committee or the right <laughs> the right sort of website um, with your content versus really understanding your audience and the key dynamics behind your personas where you've had success already and how you can build on that. Yeah, I, the, on the brand awareness thing too, I think there's usually just an unrealistic expectation of what it takes to to really have that presence in the market. Like if you think of, Companies that have kind of done that by brute force, like Monday.com, everybody knows who they are because they're everywhere. They spend so much in ads, but they also, they've done a lot of things right. To get to that point where you're just in front of everybody, it's very expensive. And you, if you're not making the right decisions or targeting the right people, you can, you can blow a lot of money very quickly. Um, yeah, and it's one of the reasons we like to do outbound in addition to inbound. I'm a huge inbound fan. I think that's the way to scale a company, right? You've got to be relevant for a large amount of people. They need to be able to find you and, and sort of come into your funnel uh, because they have a genuine need and they're ready to, um, to consider you. That's fine. That's what you need to focus on first. But brand awareness is easier, easier done by doing a little bit of outbound in addition to that and make sure you're knocking on the right doors, the right people who fit your ideal customer profile, Again, with relevant content, just as you need relevant content for inbound, you need it for outbound too. But that is a really a nice way to do brand awareness in a much more targeted way, right? Versus yeah, buying maybe broad you know, sponsorships or ads. All right. And that's it for today's episode. Really appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you spending your time with us. Today's a two-part episode, so make sure to tune in to the next one where we'll continue the conversation about the biggest marketing mistakes we see in early stage SaaS companies. Um, we've got two more really important ones about data integrity and and making sure that you, if you do decide to hire a marketing leader in-house, you select the right one that has a good mix of strategic and tactical skills for whatever your company stage is at. But Stein gives a couple of really good examples for the kind of things to look for in a marketing leader, depending on your stage. So definitely check that out. 
And if you're new to the podcast, I strongly recommend that you follow it in your app to get notified when we launch new ones. And then also uh, check out the back catalog at your leisure. There's a lot of good stuff in some of the, the episodes that we've released so far. Um, I strongly recommend episode two. It is by far our most downloaded episodes, most popular, and it is uh, the one we get asked questions about the most often. So check that out if you haven't already. Um, otherwise, until the next one, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Really appreciate it. And hopefully we will see you soon.